Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow. This podcast is brought to you by Versanta. Situated in the heart of the merchant city, Versanta brings a taste of Scotland to you. Versanta has a passion for using seasonal local produce from Scotland and are here to ensure their guests have the very best experience from the moment they walk through the door. At Versanta, you can expect a variety of Scottish food from mussels and scallops to home-cooked favourites including mince and tatties and steak and sausage pie. The resident chef Dom and his team serve an array of culinary delights to suit every taste at affordable prices. With highly skilled bartenders who have travelled the world, they will conjure up some of the finest cocktails for you with their extensive knowledge of the drinks on offer. There's also the unique private dining room, the Hideout at Versanta which is a charming space ideal for a variety of events, from corporate dinners, networking events, press launches, intimate gatherings, small boutique weddings and private parties with seating for up to 40 guests and up to 55 for more casual events. Also available every day is the Bubbles and Bites, which incorporates some of the Versanta's favourite dishes, which you can enjoy whilst you sip on a glass or two of Prosecco. And on a Saturday and Sunday, you can join the team for their weekend brunch, available from 9 in the morning until 1pm. Versanta is open seven days a week from midday, and genuinely, I cannot recommend it highly enough. I am pretty obsessed with Versanta. We at the GGC are, and Versanta are also a partner of the website, so all members can flash their keyring for some great deals. Hello and welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast. My name is Laura McGuinness and every week I'm out and about in the city interviewing some inspirational folks for you all. A few weeks ago I caught up with the incredible duo behind the Empowered Women Project, Mandy Rose Jones and Amy Keast. The Empowered Women Project aims to change the way women experience the world around them. This includes petitions to the government, hosting acts of kindness days, events that showcase the strength and stories of fellow women, podcasting, blogging and later this year a Fringe Festival show. Mandy and Amy are quite simply wow. In this podcast they speak openly about their stories prior to Mandy founding the project and Amy later joining her to support and taking it to a global platform. Have a listen. Hello Mandy and Amy, thank you so much for joining me on the GGC podcast. You are Hi. welcome. Hi. <laughs> I've been so excited to have you guys on this podcast because for me your Insta account really stands out. It's different, it's unique, it's authentic and I get a giggle pretty much with every post, <laughs> unless it's a serious post. Mm-hmm. But you girls like challenge a lot of different things and it's a credit to you both. So before we get into that, let's start by introducing both of you and your stories and then we'll merge it all together. Sounds lovely. So I'm Mandy and I founded the project in March last year. So I'd gone through a pretty tough year from the previous March till then. Um, various things happened, a divorce, I was involved in a fire um, and then I tried to end my life last year oh um, and then I was um, admitted to hospital. From the hospital I started writing about mental health and about my journey to recovery. Uh, really it was just about bringing my laptop out and giving myself a sense of purpose, mm-hmm. like I had nothing to do with my days so I was like right, get up, write something and it just became a bit of kind of therapy for me, writing, okay. I found it really therapeutic um, and from there it's just kind of I guess it's it's grown into the Instagram account and, and various other things online and it just 
gives a platform for people to open up probably difficult dialogues yes. um, mental health related but also other things and I never really intended it for, for it to do that but the fact it does that is, is really cool and the fact that people might feel that well I'd like to share my story but anonymously but there's a platform I can do that on yes. sort of thing so that's why it's it's really good and um, I've not been alone in, in the running of the project um, Amy has been with me from the start and I'll let you tell a bit about yourself yeah. so um, I'm Amy and I have been involved in the project since April of last year. Um, I was one of the first guest speakers at the first event really? um, on a boat. It was awesome. It was on a boat, yeah, we yeah. went to free boat. We did, we did. <laughs> um, so I had originally contacted Mandy um, probably back in March when she did the call for speakers. Um, as I had known of Mandy um, for okay. quite a few years before that. Um, and I wanted to share the story of being in an abusive relationship okay. um, and my own mental health struggles. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm as good at speaking openly about my own suicide attempts as Mandy is, but um, it's definitely something that Mandy inspires me to yes. be able to okay. accept those parts of me. So, yeah, I spoke at the first event about um, domestic abuse and my relationship. Um, and since then, we've kind of... Yeah, just kept on going and yeah. done so many, so many more events and. I think um, you just find people who you just click with, and for whatever reason do. that is, you know. And um, we were saying earlier that I think you add all the things I'm missing and vice versa. Vice versa yeah. <laughs> Not missing, but you know what I mean. It's like a nice balance. Yeah. You can see it from meeting you both today. You can see that you are like such a good match for each mm -hmm. other. So Definitely. thank you, firstly, for being so honest. And oh, that's fine. There. Thanks for having us. Yeah. No, <laughs> again, and that just adds to your authenticity. Like you, you know, you've told your your hard stories, but you you're obviously both now. I mean, you're creating something amazing for women. I do think truly, if if this past year of running the project has taught me anything, it's that strength comes from vulnerability. Yes. If you're willing to be vulnerable and open, then what can what can touch you? Because it's like, here I am. You yeah, know, you, yes. you give yourself and you give the world every part of you. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it's okay to be able to share those parts Absolutely. because there's people out there that can't yet. Yes. They don't have the courage or the confidence to do it. So that's why the platform's so important, why, yeah. I think. And I think I, I did say, um, there was one quote that I shared, which um, was my own quote, but it's, it's weird because I wrote it down one time and it's just always stuck with me, is don't hide parts of yourself from the world. The world needs those parts. And I think it's so true because for years and years and years and years, I didn't want people to see maybe that bit or I didn't want to seem weak yeah. or I wanted to seem like I had it all going on, all my shit together. Yes. And then actually now from just being like I'm not perfect yeah mm -hmm. that has brought me my most authentic great life from yeah. just actually being raw and, and you know yeah. vulnerable yeah absolutely and I think on Instagram now especially like I was saying something the other day I feel sorry for the kids growing up now because the insta world can be an amazing world but it can also probably be very dark for some people because when we were all growing up it was airbrush women in magazines that you were looking at and you were like how am I ever going to look like her like she's the idea of perfect although there's no such thing mm -hmm. but now it's apps that very very easily can change your shape they can change your face they can mm -hmm. change mm -hmm. and people are feeling the pressure to do that on their posts mm -hmm. so you're mm -hmm. seeing someone who you've maybe grown up with and you're like oh my god that person is flawless and then you're looking at your own photos and you're like I can't upload like 
So it's, it's almost creating an almost false reality. Absolutely. Definitely. No one's going to want to leave the house. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, a few of my friends edit pictures of themselves. Yeah. Uh, so they go in a WhatsApp group first and then people are pulling in the, you know, changing shape themselves. Actually then, you'll be ashamed to show up yourself somewhere because yes. you've actually painted a false picture of yourself. You've, and the fact you have to do that, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. You've, set your, you've set everyone around you such high expectations of what you look like. Yeah, that, you put so then, much pressure on yourself. Yeah, then. like actually turning up to events and not being... The per- not having perfectly clear skin or yeah. everything sucked in like yeah. it's impossible and I, 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 I can't even imagine what it would be like to feel that kind of pressure at such a young age yeah. to feel like you have to be a certain way I just I, or to, or to yeah. see images that have actually been photoshopped doctored and think and then try to replicate that because you don't I actually now don't know what's edited and what's not. Yeah, I yeah. know. Like, I so almost look, true. and I'm like, you, I see people that I used to know years ago, and I think, oh, God, like, how does, how do they look like that? You know, and, and actually, they probably don't. Yeah, I know. You know, but that is, like you say, we're being exposed to that, we're scrolling, scrolling, that's all yeah. we're seeing. And um, I think it's just important to remind people that you curate your own feed. Yes. So actually, now I don't see a lot of that, because, well, apart from sponsored ads, which is annoying, but obviously yep. I'm within a certain mark or whatever. Yeah. But, I feel like you are in charge of what content you consume. So it's just about yeah. being mindful of that. I unfollowed Definitely. a lot of things that were toxic for me, whether Good. that's, you know, whatever it is, and it's not bad to say it might be a supermodel, it might be this yeah. person, that person. Yeah. Maybe they look fantastic, but maybe looking at that feed isn't good for your mental health. Yeah. Yes. You know, so it's that's fine to just unfollow that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And De- take ownership of yeah. your feeds. Definitely, definitely something that we both try to work on and we talk about quite a lot is yeah. is that idea of unfollowing things that don't make you happy. Yeah. Absolutely, like, and whatever that is to you, and it's not jealousy, it's not bad to say that, but maybe yeah. looking at those perfect images, well, it's actually sucking the life out of me, yeah. so I would like to not follow that person. Yeah. I might check in what they're doing now and again, but if I'm not being fed that all the time, yes. then... You're not, it's not shoved in your face every time you open yeah, exactly, your phone. Exactly, exactly. So it's actually damaging. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the same, on the similar vein of that, not having social media and taking a step back from it yes. is so important because mm-hmm. I found that being on multiple social media platforms was actually really damaging for my mm-hmm. mental health. Yes. So coming away and I, I don't use Facebook or Snapchat or LinkedIn even like okay. I, I don't use any of that because okay. of the negative and Because effects. I think it's a pressure. I think yeah. it's almost worse for a person or a brand to have a platform and not be using it. Yeah. It's almost like the it's almost like there is an expectation there or a pressure there that you should be yeah. engaging and producing and yeah. yes. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is what I always try and calm myself down with the project because it's never it's never a it's never a hassle or a or a you know, I love doing it. So I love creating yes. content, I get a giggle from it, I really enjoy it or, or I get emotional from it, whatever it is. But you also have to go with the minute that that becomes a pressure or a you know, you feel you're doing it for the sake of it, probably time to take a wee break or something. Yeah, have a wee digital detox. Absolutely. Yeah. I need, you know, yeah. I, I talk about this all the time, but I, I never do it. I've never I, got the... <laughs> I can't recommend it enough. Like, yeah. coming off Facebook um, has reduced the amount of anxiety I feel on a daily basis. Yeah, because that's good. I don't... My, my Instagram isn't full of my friends that I went to school yes. with. It's not mm-hmm. full of family members. Mm-hmm. It's not full of the pressure. It's mm-hmm. full of pages and, and accounts and, that yeah. that make me happy yeah. and make me appreciate what I've got. So it's like a nice and safe space for you. Exactly. Really, yeah. I go on as an act of mindfulness yeah. to go on and be like, okay, I'm worried about this. 
but look at all these people who are saying, hey, it's okay to be like that. Yeah. And it's fine if it's this. Look, I have this too. And yes. you don't have that. I, I didn't have that on Facebook. No, not at all. They're very, very different landscapes, aren't they? Like, yeah. They are very different because when you think, and I think as well, Facebook pages, it's now more the communities that people are going on Facebook for. Certainly for me, obviously, I've got the GDC, so I, I only ever go in that. Maybe I'll post mm-hmm. a wee few things on my parent, but it's only ever for that for me. Mm-hmm. And Instagram as well, like using it for inspo, using it to see different places around the world and learning from mm-hmm. it rather than... But I think everybody has those days, don't they, where you're you're on and then you're just like... You can get sucked into it. You can it. get sucked in and people will only... Most people, which is why I love what you guys do and I love a few other accounts as well, only ever portray the perfect. And it's it's obviously... And we all know that it's not real, but it's, it's not, even although you know it's not real, like that person could have just had a massive fight with someone, but yet they're doing this pay, they've got their whatever they're yeah. all their great gear on and you're just yeah. like oh wow that is wow that's perfect life but that's why but that, that's why i now speak about that fact is that yeah. when when amy knew of me i was bodybuilder fitness model and um, ripped abs i used to fill my lips with botox botox in my head fillers hair extensions you name it that was fake long acrylic, whatever and i don't you know each to their own but i used to go it was all just armor for what i was dealing what i wasn't dealing with up right, here okay but I wasn't telling Instagram that. Of course you did. <laughs> and as, as someone who knew of Mandy, yep. looking through her Instagram feed. It was yep. like the perfect I, life. Yeah, yeah, I was like... Happily married, training in the gym every day, like, you know, good job. Yeah. Like, But that's exa- that's because I was curating something I wanted people to look believe. at and think and believe. believe. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was creating yeah. a false truth. Yes. But now, I, now that I'm sort of medicated and I'm, I'm recovering and I'm going through all that stuff it's really interesting for me to just take ownership of that and to maybe post the picture now that I would have posted then saying great session at the gym blah blah, blah buzzing for this da, 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 and actually just post it now and go I was suicidal here oh, actually yeah and you know and, that, and it's and that's powerful like that, that's powerful that's very powerful absolutely because that visual that, that people would have seen before and thought yeah. fucking hell like she's just standing there with her abs out you know living her best life looking whatever amazing, looking uh-huh. amazing but you really you zoom in on my face and you go she is miserable yeah you know and and i was and but... the difference between that that one photo the one i know you're talking mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. and the, and the, the person right in front mm-hmm. of us both i was an empty shell insane mm-hmm. okay yeah. right okay yeah. it was just an empty shell but it was just having to prove to everybody i think that as well after my husband left I wanted still to everyone to think that I was this strong independent woman and I was like looking great feeling great whatever but if you don't deal with what's going on up there that it doesn't matter what this is oh yeah like never a truer word said you know you know that and that and I think that's same can be said for girls who you maybe would look at and think oh wow like she has got everything going on I think they would a lot of them would be open and say yeah but I'm like I'm just human because, and I've got because, my own struggles. Uh, just because. Mm-hmm. So everybody's got their own things. Absolutely. So you then took the blog, Mandy, into being the Instagram and you guys hooked up and you did your event. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so the content is fantastic. You call out celebrities who claim that a tea will make you lose a stone. Mm-hmm. You call out lots of different things that go on. How do you guys come up with the content or is it just like just comes from the universe almost it's like you see something and you're like bullshit isn't there isn't there isn't there tell pink tart and dolly just how much thought goes into the content i don't want to admit (laughs) sometimes it's like literally something will spark it and 10 minutes later it's 
it's up. Like, like I, honestly, yeah, it's, it's just it's just me on my phone, just getting inspired all the time. I don't yeah. know whether it's medication or what, <laughs> but for some reason, there's never. It's not that we sit down and have strategy yeah, meetings or anything and go. No, but you don't need to. You know, it's, it's not, very like it's natural. It's just very natural and authentic, and I actually believe that that really is how it's kind of grown. Because I guess before I was ill, I've tried to start up all sorts of things, and I guess they've just never really worked for me and I think that's because it wasn't coming from a place of authenticity I truly think if it is then people resonate and do respond and and whatever but yeah literally no socks in the content but (laughs) that can be difficult as well because then you're tackling so many issues at the same time Mm -hmm. I say no thought we're passionate about things and that definitely comes through oh yeah no absolutely but it's not like you have to sit and go right today we're going to post about this it's just like there's no there's no schedule there's no plan it's very reactive to what's happening daily yeah, so what's what's in the news what's happening what's what's trending yeah it's a very reactive process yeah and a lot of the stuff and and it's it's mandy that does all of the content Brilliant. because because she's awesome at it um and Brilliant. it's very much like uh yeah the, the content comes out and then mm-hmm. trying to get people involved in the content yes um and so, you do you get so good engagement yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. to get me tips <laughs> you get so many people yeah i think it's because we're saying i think that's what's difficult though is now we're saying things that some people maybe don't like but then we were like but that's our truth it's about trying to balance that isn't it you know it's our our core beliefs and those things will never change yeah we we may adapt depending on what we learn and Mm -hmm. what people tell us but but we're very we're very good at publicly owning mistakes as well so like on the facebook absolutely so that's something i've learned i think and you get more respect for that I think in years gone by, like I say, this perfectly crafted life, if somebody had called me out on something, I'd be like, oh, can I delete it? Yes. Or yeah. I just wouldn't want anyone to see that. Yes. Whereas now, if I make a mistake, I go, okay, and I publicly say, I didn't get that right, mm-hmm. but what can I do to make it better? Yeah, or yeah. how tell, can I improve? Tell us, tell tell us, us what we can do, do to do better next time, mm-hmm. and we will do that. And I think it's just important to a, be that, open to that. You need to be open to that because it also shows your humanity. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Well. And yeah. everybody makes mistakes. Oh, God, yeah. And it's, it's how you deal with it. Absolutely. It's not really the yeah. mistake. It's how you deal with it after. Absolutely. Rather than brushing it under the carpet. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, I mean, we don't get the best response from, you know, the people we're calling out, the, the amount of celebrities that have us blocked, I think. Now, Kerry Katona's blocked us. Lauren Goodger blocked. Amy Child's blocked. So how, do you, how do you know that they've blocked you? <laughs> Because we'll go to click on something they've been tagged and it's user yeah. not found. So and it will be after we've been messaging after them we've back and forth them about, out on something. about something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because you know, I just think that and the petition that we started speaks for itself. But I just think that um, that celebrities and influencers, because they have such huge platforms yes. and they have millions sometimes of impressionable eyes and ears, yeah. they have a massive responsibility. Um, with what brands they choose to work with, yeah. what products they promote, and also, I don't. The blocking thing is is kind of annoying because I feel like if I was happily promoting something, yeah. then I'd talk to you about it. Like yeah. if that you makes sense. If I believe product, in a product, product, and I don't care what that is, then if that you, is, then you would defend it. You would defend of it. You would. I'd go, it's great and for me. And would want to see you do that. Exactly. Yeah. Like exactly. Um, but you know. The before and afters we've been doing is a bit of a joke because we spoke to a celebrity recently who worked with Skinny Coffee Club and she deleted the post after a night and decided she didn't want to work with the brand anymore and she actually confirmed to us that her before and after was just like moments apart. Moments apart. 
and not the week that she'd been told to say. So there's lots of smoke and mirrors oh, there. And to hear it from an actual celebrity um, was like, right, okay, so we now know. So that's how the Kenko stuff came about, where we all get girls right. to All of our, pa- our parody ones. <laughs> Let's yeah. parody ones that get us to pose with their own standard coffee and going before, after, because that's what's happening in these ads. That is what's happening yeah. in the ad. And you said it as well about like, the before picture that never get any makeup, no. they've not washed their hair. So yeah. many layers so, to this. So there's so many actual mm. layers, and yeah. then maybe they've had a shower, they've had a hair and makeup artist in, they've yeah. had a spray tan, and then they hold the product. Some... <laughs> they've pulled their sports yeah, wagons yeah. up. No, it's like, exactly. it is crazy. And Thirty pounds a box. <laughs> but then, do you know, you are like that. Like some people are like desperately looking for something, looking for the answer. For and their people reasons. profit off that, don't and they? people, and it's it's mm. sad because. You have to think to yourself, right, you could have a cup, one cup of coffee or however it works mm-hmm. a day and you're going to lose a stone, but then you're not eating anything else. You're not leaving the house. You're going to be an yeah. absolute wanker because you're so angry that you don't have to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, is that the... You spend your life on the toilet and I just don't see how that's a good that life to live. And it actually, it annoys me as well that health stores sell it. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. annoys me in places like Hull in the Barrett, you know, and ever since I've started talking about this, even my mum said, oh, I was in Hull in the Barrett the other day. I can't believe how much of that skinny tea is there. And I was like... It's mm-hmm, everywhere. It's everywhere. And there is a problem there somewhere. However, it's being discussed in Parliament in the next few weeks uh, because of our petition. Oh, that's um, good. So tell us about the petition then. So the petition was started. There was one particular image came out in September last year, mm. and I was like, "I'm not enraged. having it." Enraged, <laughs> enraged, I was enraged. No, I was like this, typing the petition, like, uh, uh, like banging my phone, like I'm not doing it anymore because it was somebody from Geordie Shore, and the photo was explicitly doctored, but also that, like, like I was saying there, we were saying about the lighting had changed the second one. She'd had full contour eyelashes and everything. Yeah. Yep. Are we not talking about weight here? Like yes. what? Why is why is this product? making you prettier is that what we're saying is that what we're saying you know so So it's like really really poor kind of um marketing and i just was like i'm sick of this now um and as someone again who struggled with eating disorders and stuff i was like if i was young and seeing my favorite celebrity punting that i'd go right out and get it and i'm so influenced absolutely so i started this petition which was basically addressed to the advertising standards authority although at the time I'm not really sure who governs it because Instagram have obviously got their separate community guidelines. The law yeah. is there mm-hmm. to protect certain things. There's all different people involved. So did this petition and I just started sharing it and it, it garnered a bit of momentum um, and it's got seven or 8,000 signatures now, I think, which is yeah. great. Oh, amazing. You need to make sure, send me the light and I'll post it on the website. Oh, I'll that'd be great. Brilliant. Sure I'd that, love to uh-huh. do that. Um, and then Parliament got involved um, and it's being addressed um, also in Westminster, I think, in the yeah. next couple of weeks. Week, so hopefully, yeah. hopefully, like, well, hopefully we'll see some actual change for all the work over the past five months yeah. that's gone into it. Yeah, we'll I mean, we have absolutely change. grafted our arses off with it and we've taken a lot of flack along the way. Um, Jamila Jamil now is running a similar petition, so hopefully all together there's like, there's something that you can do. So when is it getting chatted about then in Parliament? So that's, I got a, I was in Parliament two weeks ago talking about it um, with MSP Shona Robinson who wants to make a change. 
um, and she has been um, speaking to her colleague down in Westminster. So there's a motion um, going through and it will be discussed in the next couple of weeks. I can't remember what the exact date is, but it's really cool because, you know, what it's shown me is that if you put your mind to something, you can actually change policy and law. And that is cool as anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's such a worthwhile thing. Absolutely. Like, for these images that are damaging, like and and they changed it obviously for celebs and the influencers to say hashtag ads. So now you at least you know yeah, that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, but why would the content of the image not be? I mean, because adverts and TV are controlled. Yeah, 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 so yeah exactly. And I just think we've just blurred the lines completely between advertising standards and social media, and yes. the lines are all blurred. Money's changing hands, and mm -hmm. you know, there's just. There just needs to be stricter guidelines on, on what's allowed because I would go as far to say that those ads are literally causing eating disorders in oh, young young women. Yeah. Or, you know... Without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt, you know, because these people have massive, massive influence. And, you know, people like Kim Kardashian, millions and millions and millions of followers. I know, and <laughs> she did do one recently, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, or appetite-suppressing um, lollipops. For a start, how much oh, are the company paying her? I don't that know. One that one actually drove me mad mm -hmm. when I saw it. I, could, I was mm -hmm. so offended by it. It's almost like, I think it's offensive as well because we, we love, so we've got, what, five and a half thousand followers and yes. we think that the influence we can have is really such a privilege. Yes. So when I look at celebrities that, I think you've got such a huge privilege to make some really positive change. Yep. Why do that? Yeah. Well, out of all the things you could do, you know, let's go, let's talk you're, about, you're so let's right. talk about, you know, losing the stigma around HIV, let's talk about, um, let's talk about mental health, let's not, let's yeah. not promote appetite suppressing lollipops when you've got such a privilege of all those followers millions and, and, millions and people who are really invested as well, they're not just people who are looking for a laugh, they fucking love the Kardashians, oh, the Kardashians. you know what I mean? Yeah, they're life. They're absolutely. They absolutely. Yeah. They follow them on they, they want to be them. Yes. Exactly, so they'll replicate them, anything yeah. they can and if something's as affordable as a lollipop or a tea then then that's they a way in, that's an end, isn't it? Yeah. I just think as well, like, see appetite suppressant lollipops, that's almost like saying, don't be human. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, people need to eat to live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. why are it's, they promoting things? I just can't even, I can't, I can't understand people who, who don't love their body enough to fill it with nutrients. Yeah. Like, you don't... It's changing the mindset, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like the, the way to... No, nothing, nothing I ever will ever say is about being on a diet. My, my whole ethos is what is going to fuel my body the best way so my body is the best that it can possibly be. Yeah. Not eating for days and, and drinking laxative tea. And and that's not from an aesthetic point of view. We've had this conversation. Yeah. It's about yeah. actually changing that into, well, I want my body to be able to take me for a walk in the park. Yes. Or I want my body to be able to jump up and down. Or I want and to hug people. When, or I I wanna... was, when I was training, yeah. if I didn't eat the right foods... I wouldn't be able to get through your competitions. competitions. Mm -hmm. So you're a, a, a black belt in martial arts. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Recently <laughs> retired as a caveat to that. But <laughs> you are still, it's yes. in there, that's you. Yes, Which yes. Is I forget it when I'm hanging around you, I'm like, oh. <laughs> good person to take out of the glass. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> hated my legs so you know how girls always hate one thing about yeah. themselves always hated my legs like just always used to wear skirts because I didn't want anyone to see my thighs like I always had that was my thing 
And I was in Sri Lanka in January there, and my husband and I loved your photos. Not jealous. Not jealous. Cannot recommend Sri Lanka highly enough. It's such Beautiful. a really a great place to go and get rooted, mm-hmm. which is what um, mm-hmm. my friend said to me yesterday, and I was like, "That's mm-hmm. so true," because. People were amazing, the animals were amazing, food was amazing, the culture was lovely. Lovely. But I was walking up this big hill, not a hill, it was like a big rock, and I got to the top and I was thinking to myself, and I was getting a photo, right, and I was just like, oh, I don't know, I hope my legs aren't seen in this photo, and then I thought, do you know what, these legs have just got you to the top well, of this so rock. Yep. So you should be like, cheers. Yeah. Do you know what? Thanks, legs. Yeah, it's not really <laughs> yeah. about the fact that I feel as if, like, whatever, it's about that they're actually allowing me to move because some people don't have don't that. have that luxury. And it's interesting that, like you say, challenging your own thoughts. Yes. You know, and actually going yes. like, shush. I find myself all the time going, no, I don't want to think those things. And the more that I'm cor- correcting it, like I say, it's becoming my, my normal yeah. thought pattern yeah. is she looks amazing, and I'm going to tell yes. her. Not firstly, you know, I um, I'm so jealous. I don't look like that. Yeah. I yeah. just change in the tone which completely. Is, which is almost the natural. Yeah. Because we've been brought up in such a very, not dog-eat-dog, dog, but it's... Kind of competitive it's very, yeah. competitive, Especially women, mm-hmm. because women are always pitched against each other, they're always everything. So it's nat- a wee bit natural to be like, oh my God, she's got like the best bum. She's got yeah. an amazing chest. You take, it as, you take it as a negative on you. Yes. Yeah. Rather than you, you actually yeah. take that on yourself and it's like... No, she might look at me and think I've got great hair. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? And, and she yeah. will. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. So it is. And we spoke about that before we did the podcast. And it was very much so like, now when you see someone who's got something amazing, and I do it with girls, especially with legs, and I'll be like, she's got amazing legs. Mm-hmm. Amazing for her. She must be like, just say that. Yeah, exactly. That, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even just say it out loud. Just go, she's got amazing legs. And, and then you almost change your thought pattern. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it's also nice. See, when you meet someone and you give them a compliment, people, like women especially, they're always dead surprised. Yeah. Like, it's almost like... Because it's not the norm. It's not the norm. They're like, oh, thanks. And it's, you're not wanting anything. You're just yeah. like... Yeah. You have got a Just so you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I've been saying it so much more out loud and, and people are taken aback. And, but it's nice. This is the thing that always comes up when we do our kindness missions. Mm-hmm. When we go to the streets and we stop people and ask them to tell us one thing that they love about themselves. And in exchange, they get a yellow flower. Yeah. 90% of people that we stop cannot tell us one thing that they love about themselves. And you'd be amazed. And that's when we step in and we're just like, but look at your teeth, look at your hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like you're so so smiley. Yeah, this all came from the the kindness missions that we do um, are basically we partnered with a brand, Mud Urban Flowers. Love them. um, And they provide flowers for our random acts of kindness. Okay. And what we do is we take to the streets and just hand flowers to women, uh, just to let them know that they're seen, we see you, and also, but if you want a flower, tell us one thing you love about yourself, and like, really interesting conversations come up, it might be like, who knows how long it was since someone checked in on that woman, this all came from the day that I tried to end my life, I I would go as far to say I just didn't feel seen anymore, Mm. so the kindness missions are about allowing people to feel noticed and feel seen and you know and then plucking them out of a crowd plucking them out of a crowd giving them their moment telling them that that they're important and they matter and what's interesting as well is sometimes the the woman might go oh I don't like anything about myself and the husband will go you know, so it starts yeah. that conversation. Oh, that's good. You know, friends, groups of friends, groups of friends, and they all compliment one another. Each other, and it's such a beautiful it's moment beautiful. to be a part yeah, so of. Beautiful. Like, I think the, the most recent one we did in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. and the the women 
was getting a bit emotional and she walked yeah. away and then about two minutes later she'd walk back to yeah, us yeah, yeah. and she was just like I've had the worst day and this has cheered me up so much you guys oh. and and that was such a touching mm-hmm. moment because we were like what yes. we do is actually impacting people yeah. positively rather than just being like oh we're out passing out flowers it's like that that we've changed that one person's day yeah, yeah. absolutely you're making them be accountable absolutely like, yeah. you're not just going here's a flower you're saying you tell me now yeah yeah, yeah. Like, and then it does it makes them think it's a thought such, isn't it such, so good yeah so we love that so much yeah. and and we get a lot from it and it is it's like paying someone a compliment it's like people don't expect what are you selling you know yeah, uh-huh. yeah. you know like, oh, well this is uh-huh. all what do i have to do what do i have to do to get that uh-huh. well just tell something like it yourself um, so yeah so yeah. that's really nice so we need to do that again soon it's just time. We need to set aside a kindness do. afternoon. It is, it is just time. time. So what other wee things similar to that then do you do? Because that's very quirky. That's quite quirky, yeah. And yeah. um, that was one of the first things we did because it was like, right, let's let's go out and hand out some flowers. And we just used to buy bunches of flowers ourselves and go out and hand out flowers and to strangers. Chalkboard. And, and a chalkboard. And we used to get people to even write on the board what they loved about mm-hmm. themselves and, and things like that. Um what other things do we do that are kind of similar to that? Oh, we we've do, got the the letters. We the letters, the letters, yeah. <laughs> the letters. So last year in probably June time, one of my blog posts was a letter I wrote to me at 18 years old. Brilliant. So like a reflective piece, just like, you know, what would I tell her now if I had the opportunity? Anyway, I found it to be really, really therapeutic and I thought that was really like... I needed that. So I asked um, the world of Twitter if people wanted to do the same. Mm-hmm. Just didn't really know where it was going. It's like all the stuff with the project, very organic. So just yeah. asked, like, can people also just do this as well? And I just started getting letters. Just loads. Loads, from loads. Over, from all over the world. All over the world. All different women doing different jobs. About 250, 300 letters wow. <laughs> came. And all of them, the piles like this big, all of them are beautiful, they're reflective, they're funny. nostalgic, they're funny. You don't hear the end of some stories. Some of them it's like, don't wear the red lipstick that night, dot, dot, dot. And you're like, what happened? Oh, <laughs> so they're really so nice. Good. You know, or don't let Sandra have that gin or whatever. Yeah. And you don't know what went down, you know. <laughs> beautiful letters and, 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 and really serious stuff as well some of them are, are stories about um, gender struggles or some of them are stories about growing up in a really sort of tight knit religious community mm-hmm. yeah. or yeah. some are like you know about race or, or representation there's just so much in them and then towards the end of last year BBC3 made a short film about the letters and then towards the end of last year I was like right well I'm going about with all this amazing content and I should probably share it with people. So what should what could we do? So we crowdfunded a space in Glasgow and had an exhibition. We just plastered them all over the walls. Yep. And blue tag for days. <laughs> blue tag for days. That is phenomenal. And um, women came and enjoyed the letters um, and some wrote that hadn't done it came and were inspired to write their own letter while they were there Being in the space. Brilliant. I mean, it was just so organic and... Um, what happened after oh yeah and then it became a piece of theatre in the same space so we had actors from the Royal Conservatoire um, speaking the letters as if they were monologues Brilliant. And it's going to be on the fringe for a week as well this year. So that's all it's all kind of escalated this letter this letter that I wrote has become a big kind of vehicle of, of, of just content and it's so beautiful and I could have I could have made it all into a book but at the time I thought 
actually I just want to show everyone what's here yeah. and further down the line. The words and so that's yeah. it. And Absolutely. Experience yeah. the letters and, and sort of feel like you're with the person. And you know what's nice? It's a writing um, exercise. It doesn't discriminate on ability. Yes. You could be you could be anyone and you can everyone can take that moment and write yeah. for themselves you yeah. know no matter if they're you know I say fancy pants because there's somebody really high up in the NHS wrote one and I was like whoa but there was also yeah. people who were like you know I don't know using unemployed hashtags or using and hashtags emojis, and yes. emojis to, to, to express to themselves and, and that's fine yeah. and valid too so it, that was very very cool I loved I loved seeing the variety of, of letters God and same. the stories mm-hmm. but what I found the most interesting was the, the common threads between Okay. A lot of the letters were... No matter centered. how old it was. Yeah. It was Dear Betsy in 1961. Yeah. She's still talking about body positivity. Uh, and hope, <laughs> hope and happiness. Yeah. And um, going out and doing things and not being afraid to be yourself and confidence. All of these key... Common themes. themes were threaded all the way through the letter. You could almost link them together. Yeah. They were, oh, it was lovely. beautiful and I loved I loved. And what was it. nice as well is obviously there's so many unique stories in the letters. When the women were coming in and men to read the letters, mm-hmm. you would see certain people teed up at certain letters yeah. or certain people have a moment with certain stories and you're like, I'll never know what they resonated with in that, but clearly they yeah, can relate and really it was, it was yeah. comforting to hear someone else's experience. Yeah. So... That's all been pretty cool. <laughs> yes. I know, so it's gonna be yeah, on the fringe for a week. Absolutely. So we're casting we're casting just now for actors and um yep. that's cool because we've got a proper fancy pants director taking it on. So we just go along and be like, but Look it's good. all happening. Look at this guys. Yeah. <laughs> that, that just don't make me do anything. Yeah, I know. You're so doing that's great, cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> great job, hun. <laughs> Honestly, that so that's is cool. But that's massive. Mm-hmm. Like, that is so good. And will you guys go up and intro it? Um, oh. I don't know. We've not really crossed that budget. We had a meeting about it today with the director. Um, I don't know. It is. It's coming from the project, so we'll probably yes. we might not introduce it, but it'll be we'll you know be we'll be there and we'll be on the flyers and the advertisements, and we're going we'll be in the main fringe um, program as well. So that's all exciting. Amazing. And will your two stories be on it getting acted out? Uh, mine was actually in the piece that that was done um, last month. But I don't know if it'll be included. We'll need to wait and see. But some of them are just so... And actually, to read them is very different to hear them spoken because you almost go, oh, God, you get a lump in your throat and think yeah. that could have been that person speaking it. Yes. And again, you know, there were people that wrote the letters that came to the exhibition, which was yeah. amazing. One in particular was a 45-year-old woman had written a letter to her 18-year-old self and was describing how when she turns 40, that she'll have a massive seizure, they'll find a mass on her brain, she'll have an operation, which means she won't be able to read, write, or, or, or anything again, speak or speak properly. Um, and she wrote the letter, and that was a big deal for her. Um, and her and her husband came up from Manchester to see the exhibition. It was really humbling to meet her. Very emotional. You know, very emotional, because her husband was describing how he's helped her to learn how to just do basic things again, but hearing about her life prior to that happening was just like such a busy, you know, life and all of a sudden had to slow right down through no choice of her own and it just to think somebody made the effort to come up and see their letter in situ like that because she was so proud of of everything she'd overcome and how far she'd come that was really it's really inspiring for us us, absolutely credit to you both Mm -hmm. for creating such a amazingly inclusive and lovely community yeah i mean that woman's felt like really she's really wanted to come absolutely she's wanted to meet you guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's credit to your guys work which mm-hmm. is phenomenal mm-hmm. so good mm-hmm. 
Awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to finish you something because I, as I said to you before we started recording, I was howling. Oh. <laughs> to, talk, to talk about the like, are you about to send me a nude? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. <laughs> a tattoo. Oh, well. <laughs> which looks like a vinyl, I suppose. Um, but that's a whole other podcast. Well, that's my other lips. <laughs> yeah. it'll, it'll come out soon. Well. Um, but yeah, so this poet, I seen it and I actually laughed out loud. And Lee was like, "What are you laughing at?" And I was like, "This." Is an actual because it was so real. Tell us, tell us. This is every woman has done this exact face. So just to just to give you some give you some context, since you can't see us, we're talking about unsolicited. I have to make that clear. Dick pics in particular. So I think well, I've got I've, I've got a lot of family in South Africa. So I was in South Africa. This isn't really relevant to the story, but go to South Africa. And um, when I was in South Africa, <laughs> beautiful last year, and it was I think it was September October time. I woke up in the morning, opened my Snapchat, and I remember going, oh my God, I've not heard from Matt for ages. So I opened the thing, and it's just his raging hard penis, uh, you know. Um, and I also, the caption in it was, shh. Like, what? Silence by the D, not in a good way. Like, what? What was the logic in there? So, right, so straight away. What, what outcome did he expect? I mean, I don't know, I don't know. Um, anyway, that I kind of I felt really invaded. Like I'm on my phone, just having some private time. I'm on holiday, and I don't want to be invaded by that. No. Anyway, long story short, I got speaking to one of my friends. She'd had the exact same dick pic from the same guy with the same caption, um, and the guy has a girlfriend as well. Oh, nice. So nice. Um, it got me on this long exploration of dick pics. Uh, you know, just because I felt like right, something has to be done. I wouldn't expect to be flashed out on the street. I certainly don't want no. to be flashed out on my phone without against my will. You know, like I say, a conversation between two adults. Do what you like. Yeah. But when that's unsolicited, it's just not on. So I messaged the girlfriend and I said, you know, da da da, and she almost justified his behaviour and said, oh yeah, it happens. Like I, I knew I was aware of it, kind of thing. And I thought, right, are we now normalising? Is that now a normal part? So they're a fair bit younger than right. than us, and I'm thinking, I wonder, is that just something we expect or anticipate? Because I certainly wouldn't oh, have wanted my ex-husband's, you know. Can't with the- even <laughs> so the picture, sorry, the picture that you're talking about was me basically saying how you think I'm reacting to your picture, which was like a smouldering, like, oh, give me it, um, versus, <laughs> versus uh, like, oh, like, get off my phone. Like, oh. <laughs> it's coming right at me. It's coming exactly. It's so aggressive. Yeah, exactly. And it's true. And, um, you know, and that's the reality. And I just think that almost the younger generation, particularly who are using Snapchat all the time, I've just kind of normalised it. It's just a photo. But what I found interesting recently, which I found out, is that Although the pictures on Snapchat do disappear, apparently Snapchat owns the pictures and the content once it's been put out there. So nothing is disappearing anyway. forever, yeah, really, for really, exactly. not for real, not for real, no. you know, nothing's ever, once it's out there, it's, it's it's out there pretty much. So I think I would just advise people to be careful and, uh, ugh, I don't know. Make sure that it's going to a recipient that is wanting yeah. to receive it. Because that's, because yeah. in my opinion, message. that's harassment. Yeah, like, yeah oh God, it is, of course it is. Like, I don't want to see that. I didn't ask to see it. Uh, I, I actually was quite chuffed to hear from you. I thought you'd be checking how you do and yeah. enjoying Africa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Instead. And then I just how thought, I thought you've actually really told the wrong crazy. person to shush, screenshot, block, <laughs> post it on the Empowered Women Project page. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. 
So, so when guys, you don't know us yeah, at all. Yeah, I know. Oh, like, so when guys send me a dick pic now, I'm like, do you know who you've just sent a dick pic to? Oh. Yeah, I know. That's it. They must be that. Oh, no. The, oh, fuck. The empowered woman's done a screenshot. <laughs> I'm about to become a petitioner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, straight to yeah. Parliament, your dick pic. Oh life, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my life. Yeah, I, I just, I make myself into memes every day. It's like a hobby now. But do you know what? It's brilliant, actually, <laughs> and it's, it's highly entertaining. And it's, it just mixes up with your other content, which mm-hmm. is really engaging. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not always. It's you know, you're telling the truth, and mm-hmm. sometimes you're saying really funny things, and mm-hmm. you're saying it in a very comedic light. But the, what there's what a serious issue there's underlying. A serious yeah. Underlying, yeah. And you guys tackle it head on we try yeah we try and I think it's hard um you know sometimes to to get that balance right but like I say that's been a very like Amy was saying that's been very reactive like it started as a very mental health focused blog and um it's still there are still loads of dialogues on there that are related to that but it's like as the platform's grown a wee bit it's like right well what other stuff do we care about and what can we talk about and And what does our community care about yeah what do you want us to be Talking about, talking about yeah. and sharing mm-hmm. content yeah. and mm-hmm. actively doing to to remove or to make better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a thing mm-hmm. that we. It's not a prescriptive community. It's a collaborative. Totally. This is what we as a group are wanting mm-hmm. to do. And, and the friendships and again, it's like you know, the friendships and the the sub communities that are formed from that are really powerful as well. So yeah. you know, when Amy spoke um, at the first event, yeah. there was a girl in the in the audience who was like teething up and, and they connected over shared experiences and yeah. you know had the project not existed maybe you wouldn't have met, met. you know and it's yeah. like it's it's just it's just cool that that happens and then yeah. I think oh there's all these wee relationships forming separately oh, you know and so it's, nice. it's empowering yeah. it's good you guys it's are good. Bringing, bringing people together which is a lovely feeling it is Definitely. what's the dream to be doing it full time, like okay. together both make it our full time yeah. thing that we do, that would be the dream because we've got so much we want to do and such little time on this earth. I know, <laughs> but I can see that that happening though because it's incredible, it's really amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. Honestly, no, you do that and I don't just say that lately, you're, you are making a difference even, even for like, when I'm looking through it, I'm like, do you know what, these girls are just like, like I am normal. Mm-hmm. Like, oh god girls, yeah yeah to the light yeah and, and everyone's normal no yeah. one's the same and i think that's the beauty of life i forgot to add actually we did uh didn't we got on buchanan street and we're bikinis last summer um <laughs> four, four, five of how us could we forget how that? could we forget that I um that. basically to show so we got um lush were involved on buchanan street yeah. so we had glitter and all sorts of stuff right. and we just stood on the street in our bikinis so there was all shapes and sizes tall large small we got covered in glitter right. we looked got a festival vibe going had on, had like flower crowns, we just looked Amazing. banging and we were just actually on the street to go, this is what a bikini body looks yeah. like, look so at my stretch marks, um, yeah. look at my cellulite, what was the, what was the, the oh great feedback. feedback, because people were coming up to size 22 Alison who was super brave to go out in her swimsuit for her and she didn't want to come off the street at the end of the day because everyone we kept were dragging harassing. her off. We, everyone, everyone was coming up saying, "You look amazing." Yeah. Always, like because oh, we everybody yeah. was so enthusiastic Brilliant. about what we were doing. Because guess what? People haven't seen normal bodies for a wee while. No, yeah, no, nobody ever <laughs> nobody sees them anymore. Exactly. Sees them anymore. Exactly. Um, I have to admit, though, like, is 
It still is the most terrifying thing I've ever done. <laughs> oh, it must have been. And what was the temperature like? It was a good day. I got, I got burnt. burnt. I got burnt. Thank God. Um, I know because we had planned it. But yeah. I definitely think we'll do it again on a bigger scale this year and just get a bunch of folk in their bikinis or swimwear to say, these are real bodies. Amazing. This is how <laughs> we're doing that. Yeah, absolutely. It was such a good... I've Honestly, I talk about that day all the time because I came off it... You pushed yourself so out of your comfort zone and I, I couldn't get any of the girls off the street at the end of the day. Do you know what? The, combat, <laughs> the confidence I gained. They were like this by the end of the day, oh, like swanning around like Beyonce on Bacana Street and I was like, girl! Yeah. <laughs> like at first I didn't want to take my shorts off. Oh no, yeah, they were all then, in lush like, oh, oh no, no. It was, it was terrifying, but honestly... Um, when we do it again people wanted photos with yeah. us women were just like you girls are, are fantastic incredible. and very empowering for us and for Glasgow as well I definitely yeah. highly recommend anybody to just cut about the street in your to bikini to join us <laughs> join us do it do yeah it. yeah it'll be in gym time defo defo strength in numbers strength in numbers <laughs> oh boy that and it could be massive yeah. well you know what was funny I, ha- I was promoting it on the Facebook as a Body Positivity March. Yeah. And the funny thing was, a police officer came on me, are you Mandy Jones? I was like, mm-hmm. He was like, are you running this March today? I was like, aye, but it's really just me and four of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I planned for lots of people to come, but no, do it again. But I quite like the hype. <laughs> Thanks, officer. <laughs> he went, well, they must have heard yeah. about it. They must be notified because I'd put March by it. So that made it seem huge, even though it was just me and four folk I know. It was amazing. Well, it has a big impact on you. Know it's amazing. It's amazing. And definitely, definitely do it again. And we'll get as many of the GGC members involved. Awesome. Yes. Always welcome. Definitely. Oh, well, listen, thank you so much for being on the podcast. That was a, oh. honestly a really inspiring chat. Well, thank you thank for, you for having, having us. us. We were so excited. I know. And yeah. just keep doing what you're doing, guys, because you're doing everything right. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.